Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. How you doing, everyone? Happy Friday. Here we are to analyze the round two of the trial games. Team list for this week. We start with a nice game tonight with the Eagles and the Raiders, and the majority of the squads are going to be full strength, so... When you're coming into these trial games, just be aware that most of the teams are going to be pretty well similar come round one. What we see most years is that they are very similar. So when you're making your sides coming into this week, uh, over this weekend, you're looking at a bunch of these guys in starting positions that should be getting that role. You know, apart from if you're checking in on some injuries, that's the only, that would be the only reason uh, that would stop that. Some Someone like um, Kala or Kola in... Uh, in the, in the Manly pack, for, uh, in the Manly, Manly centres, for example, uh, Morgan Harper will be getting that spot back, for example. But you know, the majority of these are, are definitely uh, guys that are going to be getting that spot come round one. So be aware of that. Okay, Eagles. He's someone yeah to have a look at. Obviously, if he you know if he's getting that spot now, then maybe he's you know next in line for that centre role and being cheap is going to be pretty important. Uh, but good to see like guys at DCE, uh, Trevojevic, how he goes against a slightly better side. If he's going, to, if we think he's going to be scoring anywhere near his average, if he's going to come down to earth or not, and, you know, if, if Cleary's not playing, are going to be using Trevojevic as captain. Lots of things, to, lots of things to think about there. Uh, in the in the forwards is the interesting one. Bully Moore is someone who's in my team currently. He if he's getting this edge position to start, you know, it might be two to three, four weeks with with Schuster being out, and then he'll probably move back to the bench, which he'll be able to score okay anyway. And think about it as, as if he gets that edge position, scores somewhere in the 40s, for example, makes a bit of cash and his break even comes down, you'll then be able to get him on the interchange. Uh, you know, even if he's scoring around that 30 mark-ish, then he should be able to still make some decent cash for you with that lower break even for a few weeks before you can move him on, for example. That's kind of what you want to look at with some of those guys that are getting a, a spot in that first couple of games. So, yeah, just think of that. Guys you want to look at in the Raiders, obviously Savage um, with CNK out. They've got a couple of guys out with um, COVID protocols, so just be aware of that. And obviously that's going to be happening across the year as well. Probably good to get it, get it out of the way now. I think a lot of players have had it already once, so we'll see what happens there for, if you can get it, you know, another strain or anything like that. We just see what happens with Wyden with Fogs playing next to him. Will he, will he open up the game, you know, direct him into great spots and get Wyden really good balls so he can score tries himself and set up guys like... 
um, Tomoko uh, Kotrick on the left. That'll be very interesting with Kotrick being a fair bit cheaper than he has been, uh, or than he was last year, for example. That'll be interesting to see. The forward pack for the Rays is all over the shop. You know, they've got C.H. Ennett at 13, which, well, you know, will he play a little bit there? Will he move to the edge? There's just too much going on in this forward pack um, for my liking. And, you know, guys like Starling are going to be solid off the bench, but yeah, we won't really find out too much in terms of minutes based on this game, I don't think, at all. We, we get Carl Lawton on the bench, so probably his time as a cash cow has passed. Like he's going he's to be a bit of a utility off the bench, getting that 40 or so minutes, which will be solid, but not enough to, for him to make cash at 400k, I don't think. So that's that there. Roosters and Tigers, we still see Lamb at the one. He's not going to be playing there in round one. When Teddy comes back, just be aware of that. Morosky, well, the thing we want to watch in this game really is who's going to be kicking goals. Is Kieran going to kick goals from, from the centre position? If he does, that makes it a bit annoying because uh, you won't really see what's going to happen in round one because you'll have Manu in, in there with um, with Momorowski as well, assuming that Kiri's going to be back and playing. So, yeah, that would be annoying if that's the case, but we'll see what happens. Um, Momorowski, just see how he plays in general, will be cool. Um, you've got Kevin Aguama, who's a little bit too expensive, I'd say, on that wing at this point, and Manu playing in the six, Walker in the seven role. I just don't think you're going to see exactly what you need to see out of him. You know, I really would, would have been nice um, to see Kiri next to him, to see how they play together, but... Yeah, he's going to be obviously in, in control a lot with the kicking game and stuff. So, again, don't get too excited because he should do more in this game than he should in round one. Just be aware of that. Verrills is in there, number nine. Should get decent minutes, right? But when you've got, like, first game we have Connor Watson's out, for example. Um, Verrills is also out, so not too much to think about. But he's someone along the way that if he ends up getting big minutes in the in the hooking position, uh, he could, you know, slowly start to improve back to his you know form from a few years ago. Uh, Tupanua is in there. He, again, solid. And it's interesting to see how Bradley's going to play as well. Always fun to watch him play. Guys on the Tigers side. Dane Laurie, it'll be nice to see him if he can step up. It'll be nice to see Gildard again, but I'm not too high on him. Nice to see what Hastings and Brooks combination looks like. You know, We'll, we'll talk a little bit more after the fact uh, as to how they go together and if Hastings becomes an option or not. Uh, Stefano with him obviously didn't have a great game last week, but it'd be nice to see him improve off that. And if he does, I think he'll he'll make uh, he'll make it into a lot of people's teams for sure. And uh, and Kelma Tuolagi as well gets his opportunity. Will he get that over Garner? This is the, probably one of the only ones in the, all of the team list that will be like, ooh, who's going to get that spot? And we'll find out come team list uh, Tuesday. But he's just over three hundred k and and uh, played well last week. And will be nice to see him play. Should probably get an opportunity at some point across the season so if it's not round one it might be a little bit later we get an opportunity to pop him in our side so that's that with that team there uh, in that game so Warriors and Titans comes next lots of fantasy relevant guys obviously uh, you know, Valet in the in the centres with Rocco Berry he's a bit cheaper so if he, if he gets that spot uh, to start the year then he could be an interesting option for sure someone on your, on your emergencies in a team that's going to be okay yeah, it'd be nice to see Sean Johnson and Cody Nicarima on their combination. And then all of the forwards. We've got Eli Katoa, who's fairly cheap, who, if he gets big minutes, is going to be pretty solid, but very volatile at the same time. And he's only going to get the role for a certain period of time, you'd imagine, before Curran comes back to the 12 role and Tohu Harris comes back to 13. So keep that in mind. Uh, Adam Fanua Blake is going to be solid as well. It'd be nice to see Ewan Aitken uh, with his you know, proper team around him, like he did the back end of last year, which was good. Um, guards off the bench, not too much to talk about there. Ash Taylor misses out, which we thought. Okay, Titans, we, you know, just really we want to see the combinations now. Brimson, Sexton, Campbell, Aaron Clark, how they're going to go together. Obviously, all the outside backs. We miss out on Greg Marzu. Looks like he's going to be third in line for the Titans. 
And, you know, I mean, I see Fafita again, but both Fermors are someone I'm interested in. Looks like, you know, Kevin Proctor being named in the 19 role is, you know, hasn't got any game time this, this preseason. So what does that, you know, what does that mean for him? Is he not going to make the 17? If Bo's going to get close to 80 minutes, we heard in um, TK's podcast with Jamin Jolliffe the other day that he's the fittest in the club. So if, if he can get that role, I'd be, you know, Fafita might be the one that gets the 60 minutes, 65, 70 and Fermore getting the 80 and then just really splitting uh, their big boy forwards, you know, Tino getting 50-odd minutes, Jolla, Fodawaker, uh, and uh, of course we got Jared Wallace, Lasonia. Got a lot of big boppers, right? Herman SASA. They can really just turn them over and, and play big minutes on the edge. I think it's probably a good idea. So if Fermore gets 80, he's going to be volatile, I think, but a young fella that's improving, I think he could uh, make some cash for your sides, and he's someone that I'm interested at this stage. All right, Panthers, Eels. Charlie Staines at the back again. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Robert Jennings. He's super cheap as well. If he gets that wing spot, he's probably going to be close to a must-have. Again, Isaac Tago, I mean, I see him with you know pretty much the full squad, like you know, in terms of halves, we um we have Jerome Luai on that left. So if Tago's on that left, let's see how they play together, which would be cool. Uh, with Toto as well. Let's see what that combination looks like. The other one down there is obviously Spencer Lanyu. He's getting the starting role this week, but we do have Isaiah Yo out. We do have Fisher Harris out, so there's no chance that he gets the starting role. But off the bench, is he going to get more minutes last, uh, you know, coming into this season? He has played two years now, and we I personally expected him to get more minutes last year, and he didn't. So I'm a little bit skeptical skeptical with him. But there's every chance that he can take, you know, similar to that Martin role. You know, they've still got. Um, also got what's her name? Scott Sorensen uh, as one. Jermaine Hopgood can play some decent minutes as well. Mitch Kenny will be in there at some point. So there's something to think about with Spencer, but have him on your radar at 320 odd K. And on the Eels side, we look at Sean Russell at 260K being a fairly solid option there. And yeah, there's talks of him being a good goal kicker, but I don't imagine he loses. Uh, Mitch Moses loses that. But it'll be nice to see Penasini playing with a full squad, being you know, Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses. Um, and Gutho to, to help him get uh, some opportunities because he didn't really get many opportunities to play uh, too well last week in terms of getting early ball, etc. And we see Madison in the 13 role with with uh, Brown out to start. So, yeah, I could see them using this for now or even Papali'i spending some time in the middle, Madison on that edge. A few different options. Reed Marnie's going to be a decent option, but just be be aware of someone like Mitch Rain on the on the bench come, come round one. So, we'll, yeah. The bench is probably the one at the moment that we're... We're not super clear on in terms of you know who's going to be playing on each team's bench and and who's you know made it um, you know ahead of another another bench forward or whatever you know when we're talking about it we'll look at someone like Max King in a second who has made the interchange this week but what does that mean exactly going into round one Rabbitohs so we got yeah Tarfy looks like he's going to get the one game now with with Latrell getting back uh, you know one game of suspension so he'll be back round two which will be cool for the Rabbitohs. Um, it'd be interesting to see where he ends up playing if he ends up on the bench, which is a, probably a good chance because he, I think, he deserves to play for sure. But Cody Walker's back. It'd be interesting to see him and um, Jackson Paulo and Johnson on the left there again. And what's going to happen with Lockie Elias? Is he going to be getting a fair bit of ball? Do they go mainly to Walker? Are they going to show all that in the first game to Walker, or are they going to try and spread it out and see what they can do across the park? Um, and then we move to Damian Cook, and yeah, we're not going to see too much from him in this game. Which, what we're, all we're looking for with Cookie is that there's even, you know, no real, no hooker on the bench, for example, which I don't think they will. He should be playing over 70 minutes. Jaiara is one we want to look at on an edge. Can he, can he play big minutes? We won't find out, I, don't, I doubt, in this um, 
in, in this in this half of footy or 60 minutes or wherever he's going to play here. But anything over 65, I think he's definitely worth bringing into your side. He's currently in mine. Obviously biased if I'm picking him up, but yeah. Uh, Dragons, we got Sloan, just a little bit too expensive. Lomax and Suli, ones who I want to watch uh, how they work with Amon and Hunt. So obviously Hunt being more on the on the right side, Amon's going to be on the left. So how's Amon's and um, and Suli's combination going to be? And then same with Hunt and Lomax. I really think Hunt's going to have a massive year this year. Yeah, they're a pretty solid side. I'm really happy with where they're at currently, especially if Sloan and Suli can really come into their own this year. I think he's going to have a big season, probably a few points undervalued, even though he's you know, valued really high at the moment. I think he's going to be a really consistent scorer. Um, and yeah, we really want a big watch on Amon and see if he can play a full a full 80 minutes of you know a really good footy. Um, and we should be able to pick him up into our sides at 350k. Bird sits on the edge. There might be a chance that he spends some time in the middle as well. You know, When DeBellin goes off, Bird might come into that 13 role. I think they'll play him in both sections at this stage. Obviously, with Sims out, it's kind of like left a little bit of space on that edge. Um, and just be aware of that throughout the season. The bird will probably play some time on the edge if, you know, a sewer, a Sims, um, yeah, if they're out, for example, then he'll probably slot straight into that position, I'd say. Because um, I do have guys like Maguire to fill in through the middle. So keep that in mind. But I, they do want Bird in there playing as a ball player with his, with his skills for sure. All right, Cowboys and the Broncos. Hammer, obviously a big watch with the team being close to normal. Uh, yeah, full strength, sorry. Dearden. And um, and Drinkwater are going to be splitting the time apparently, so that's you know ideal to see both of them. And Chatty's obviously going to be the eighty, the, the complete, um, the guy that's definitely in the side. He's on a lot of money. You bloody hope so. Um, but Val Holmes in the center is interesting a little bit. But yeah, Cotter, Nainai, Lukey, the big guys we want to look at in this game. Have they improved over the off season? Uh, and will their prices be too expensive uh, to bring them in? But Nainai's the cheapest, obviously, and then you got Lukey at four fifty ish, Cotter at five hundred. So. Let's see what type of roles they're going to play this year and go from there. Uh, on the, uh, We've obviously got Tommy Gilbert as well, but he's in the, in the reserves at this point. But they all should get some game time uh, at this stage. And then we'll be interested to see what their bench looks like come round one. Broncos, we've got Selwyn Cobber, 450k. Yes, there's some chat that he might play a couple of games uh, at fullback if Tessie New is not back. But I think they're, they're trying to get Tessie into a, a decent fullback and I think playing Cobo on the wing or in the centers is going to be pretty solid for him just to develop as a player first and then probably move him into the fullback point, uh, spot at some point but at 450k I just think he's a little bit too expensive when you have some other guys like Hammer who've done it for a little bit longer a bit more practice um, yes not in as good a team and Selwyn's team is a lot better at this stage but yeah something to keep an eye on and a lot of people that are really off Pereira for some reason he's always been a really good fantasy player and for his price I think he's really cheap so he should be getting some tries um, in a decent Bronco side. Just keep in mind that. Walters looks like he's ahead at the moment of guys like Kelly. So if he gets a spot, I'd be popping him in. Same with Corey Pakes. Very interesting to see with him. We'd like to see some decent minutes out of him. You know, if, he, if he gets named on Team List Tuesday, we'll have a deeper dive into him for sure. But he's someone to keep on your radar. Payne Haas, Kate Well, be nice to watch as well. And also Harry Hetherington at this stage uh, are all guys that are going to be interesting. And see what kind of minutes Jake Turpin plays uh, at this stage, but yeah, Kobe Hetherington a big watch in terms of you know he's just just busyness. I suppose it's going to be hard to work out how many minutes he's going to get based on this trial game. But if he does get some big minutes here, then maybe that that could mean something. But if he doesn't, you know, if, he, if they all all the big dogs play a half, for example, it's not really going to show you um, exactly you know where they're going to be playing come round one. Okay, Storm and the Knights, big one on the Storm side. Really, is just the um, the Josh King in thirteen. He should be 
on the bench for sure. We've got Nelson, it looks like he's going to be back, which is cool. He'll play in that 13 role, I'd imagine. Uh, so yeah, even if he gets a bench spot, that 30 to 35 to 40 minutes, I think he's going to be a solid option for your sides. Uh, other than that, not too much to talk about apart from you know, watching Xavier Coates a little bit more. If he looks really good and he's getting into, you know, if he plays the full game, he gets into a little bit more work. Obviously, that try he scored last week was really cool, just that he just barged through a couple of guys and you know, made them look like turnstiles for sure. Um, yeah, so you know, with Hughes running the side, well, does that make it a little bit easier for him? Obviously, having Munster there last week was helpful, so let's see what happens with that this week. And on the other side, obviously a few guys to look out. Clune was interesting last week. Let's see what kind of role he plays this week in an 80-minute effort, you'd hope. Uh, for him and Clifford, how they, they mesh together and their fantasy scores will be interesting to see against a decent Storm side, obviously. Uh, guys like Bradman, Best, and Ponga. It'd be nice to watch them, but I'm currently off Ponga a little bit. Um, and Best probably a little bit too expensive for me at this stage. But Randall is another one we're going to look at. How many minutes is he going to play? How's his tackle efficiency? Is he going to be getting out dummy half? Heaps of things to look at with him. And Kurt Mann I want to watch you know, you know closely as well. He's currently in my side, and so is Randall. So they're two to think about. Mitch Barnett off the bench is a weird one. Not sure what they're going to do with him. Like If you're looking at their, their pack... You got Clemmer and Saifidi. Do you play? Do you start a um a Barnett in the front row forwards or the thirteen? Like a, you probably want him in the front row or the edge, right? And you know, is Fitz given ahead of someone like Barnett? What's the question there? I'm not exactly sure. We'll find out. Come teamless, and we should be on to the last game Monday night: the Sharks and the Bulldogs. This will be a really fun one to watch. We get to see Hines v Burton. So they're two guys that I'm very interested in at this stage, both in my team currently. We have Kennedy up that we'd like to look at. Obviously, you know, Ramian's going to be solid again, but yeah, we're moving to their pack and not too much to think about here. We've got Britton Nakora, for example, who's an interesting one, but again, he's, he's been okay for a bunch of years now. Guys like Aaron Shoup, what they're going to be like um, playing next to Burton or Avrilo, depending which side they're going to go off. And then someone like Hetherington, we'll, we'll, we'll look into a little bit further. I just, yeah, the suspension risk, the demerits, the penalties, like just too much for me, I don't think, I, I think, even if he's going to play big minutes. The goal would be if I'm picking up Tavita Pangai is that Pangai plays sort of closer to 70 minutes and Hetherington gets like that 55 to 60 role um, and they can bring on a couple of guys off the bench. But Max King on that bench there is really cool to see. There are a lot of guys we don't really know too much about on their bench. Like you've got Jackson Torpenny, who we know a little bit about. Um, Joe Stimson, but he's not that great of a player. Um, but then you've got Bailey Beyond, Beyond D. Odo, who's been really solid. Um, see him on a for, for, for guy, for nice, sorry. Um, and Corey Waddell, all solid players. But, you know, if they have that really strong middle forward that runs really hard like Mac, Max King, then he'll be in most sides for sure. Um, but, yeah, that's probably all I wanted to go through in this one, guys. I hope that helped. You know, when you're watching these games on the weekend, they should be all pretty high quality with with the majority of teams playing full strength squads there um if you're hanging out for someone like cleary yeah there's every chance he just comes back straight into round one yes he hasn't been having too much contact training but i did read a little article there where he said that it was it's feeling a lot better than he was at the back end of last year and remember he still played the back end of last year and average in the mid 80s still so i wouldn't be worried too much about him he's just he's a good he's, a, he's just a footy player right he'll come in he'll, he'll be fine in contact um, if it feels stable to him that he's going to have no issue tackling, for example, and his skills, he's obviously going to be able to, you know, he's been able to train his skills the whole time. So I don't see him being too rusty. So you have him as one captain and you have Trebojevic as the other. And, and we don't know if, you know, if you know, Tommy could get 
as a fullback, you can get off to slow starts and you could be averaging 40, right? And if he's priced in the, in the low 80s, you're going to lose so much money and captaincy is a bit of a scary one with him. Obviously, when he was in, you know, running and in, in form last year, it didn't really matter because he was just going and he'd, sc- he'd score a bunch of tries or set up a bunch each week. With someone like Cleary, you're going to get the normal base. So that, that floor should be somewhere around the 50 to 60, even if he's slightly underdone. I think... Um, yeah, he's still going to be a better option. If he doesn't make the round one team list, then uh, we're going to blow it all up and um, have a bit of fun. That'll be cool. But hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, please hit like, subscribe. I really appreciate it. And I think we just hit 4K subscribers. So thank you all so much for all your support. It's actually crazy to think that I have 4,000 people um, listening into my head talking uh, talking crap about NRL fantasy. But um, I really appreciate it. I love it so much. So I hope you guys keep continuing to tune on in. But other than that, guys, I hope you had a good one. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 